Hello, welcome to Adventures in Angular, the podcast where we keep you updated on all things Angular related. This show is produced by two awesome companies, Top End Devs and Envoy. Top End Devs is where we create top end devs who get top end pay and recognition while working on interesting problems and making meaningful community contributions. Unvoid, which offers remote design and web development services with specialization in Angular for companies that truly care about quality. In today's episode, we will talk about does college matter? So we're going to talk about um, going or not going to college and even levels in terms of if you went to college, does the university that you went to, how much does it influence on your overall chances of getting a good gig? Um, so yeah, that's going to be our topic for today. My name is Lucas Paganini. I am the CEO and founder of Unvoid and your host in the podcast. Joining me in today's episode is Sabret Mishra. Hello, everyone. So for those of you that may not know, Subret has a YouTube channel, and this topic is coming because he recently did a video on exactly this topic, Does College Matter? So um, after listening to this episode, I highly suggest also checking out the video in his YouTube channel and also subscribing because he has a lot of interesting videos, not just about career advice, but also about advanced angular techniques too so there's a lot to learn there and a lot of things for free that truthfully he should be charging a lot because it's <laughs> some really really advanced content that i myself have a lot to learn from watching his content so highly encourage you to check out fun of heuristics on youtube all right so yeah, Subret, let's get started. So I think we should yeah. tackle this in in levels. Um, mm -hmm. So kind of like um, I see at least four steps. There might be more as we go deeper, but I see yep. like not going to college, and then the impact on that is going to differ from culture to culture. So I can speak from my experience with Brazilian and United States companies. Um, uh, maybe you can talk about uh, the experience from the countries in which mm -hmm. you, you work from. And then after that, there is, um, they went to college, they have a diploma, but it's not necessarily of a very renowned uh, university. So mm -hmm. they have the degree in the area, but uh, it's not a university that is going to ring a bell to most recruiters. Then there are, country-specific renowned universities and worldwide renowned universities like yeah. MIT, Stanford, etc. So starting from the ground up, let's talk about just not going to college at all. Like, what is your experience in terms of how hard does it make for people entering the job market? And also, if there's any situation where this is like, not even just making things harder, but it's a full-on blocker. Like if you don't have a diploma, that kind of work you simply cannot get because everybody requires um, having a degree. What's been your experience so far with that scenario? 
Yeah, just before answering this question, I would just like to add a point on which points we're going to cover. For the listener, like, well, we're also going to cover, like, if you are not from a good college or if you haven't uh, been from a, from a great college and you are doing a job now, and how, what should be the mindset so that you'll be succeed uh, in, in your career. And coming back to your questions, uh, it depends uh, on on various countries. Maybe in terms of India, uh, I can say, or maybe in terms of Europe. So India and Europe is completely different. So first we'll go as India. So most company, most means approximately 99% companies need a degree at least. They don't care about uh, where you get the degree of which college you have studied, but you need a degree. Uh, maybe for software development, it's, it should be you know, any engineering degree. It's, it should not be a computer science or IT or uh, information technology. It should be any. Like, for example, I was uh, a mechanical engineer. Similarly, a lot of uh, people from my college got uh, hired uh, in Infosys. And they, and they don't check uh, which degree, which uh, stream you have degree on. And I, But currently, some companies are changing. Like, new startups are coming, coming to the market who doesn't really care of, about do you have a degree or not. Uh, like, some uh, job I saw with, the, like, people got a software com- software job without having engineering degree like they are uh, in commerce or they are from history and they just changed their career and uh, started doing software development and uh, slowly companies hired them maybe from the GitHub profile or their past experience so uh, th- this is i am saying only for software software development job but if you compare with other jobs that's a different scenario. Like it's a completely different scenario. Uh, so yeah, that's what for India. Uh, but for Amsterdam, it's it's quite different. But I can say about you Amsterdam because I'm I'm in Amsterdam right now and I, I don't have much experience though in other company, but where I'm working and uh, related to similar level company, they do care about uh, uh, a degree if you are from other country. So suppose for my scenario, I need to have a, a degree or a master so that I will get a uh, HSM visa to work here. So if I would not have a degree, I would not uh, have an option to come here and work uh, in Amsterdam. But if you are a Dutch like and uh, and that might uh, that might be a different scenario for you. You just need to find a company uh, which uh, doesn't care about do you have a degree or not. But that's, I think, but uh, I think uh, we'll go to the next question when uh, we'll try to specify you should have a degree or not, like should you go to the college or not. But be, before that, I, I would like to hear about how it's in US and Brazil. Definitely. And I think even before contextualizing U.S. and Brazil, I think you touched on a very relevant point um, 
I was going to say an excellent point, but it's not excellent in this in the term that it's treating humans differently based on their nationality, but it is relevant yeah. in terms that it is true and we need to face the world the way that it is. So um, I am a Brazilian and doing work with international markets, um, looking for clients in Europe, in the United States, you you know that you are coming from an underdog position. You are coming from the position of you're somebody that is not from their culture, is not from the same country that they are. So you know that there are going to be obstacles first, legally speaking, in terms of logistics purely, Mm -hmm. but there are also going to be a lot of uh, prejudgment on others in terms of, oh, like there's an assumption that India developers are cheaper and the quality is lesser than of uh, U.S. developers, which is simply not true because your cognitive abilities and co-quality don't uh, don't come from where you were born. They come from yeah. the knowledge that you uh, that you created and developed throughout the the years and the effort that you put into it. But there there is this preconceived notion, just like we we talk about products being from China, as if this was a lesser quality. <laughs> like, oh, this is yeah, it's popular China. everywhere. Yeah, and it's like, okay, but but does it matter if it's metal? The the metal is the same in whatever place of the world, right? So uh, we need to face this head on and know that if you're trying to do business with uh, another country, you're trying to find a job overseas or in any other culture, you... Every single thing that could be disregarded for a native, it's probably going to be considered for you if you don't have it. So having a degree to work for companies in other countries, definitely, it's not just it helps. It might be a matter of if you don't have, then the doors are simply most of them are going to be shut for you. Mm-hmm. So, and and I think that it's really interesting that you said that even in India, um, companies, they do require a degree a lot. And my guess, and I might be wrong, but from my experience, there's a high correlation between whether the company asks for a degree or other forms of formal authority or not, based on if the work is going to be done for the company itself or for clients of the company. So if the company is an agency that is going to um, outsource your talent to other companies, then you having formal ways to attest your knowledge becomes more important because you are the product of that company. So an India-based agency that looks to have clients overseas, they need you to have a degree so that it's easier for them to sell you because you are their product. But if you're being hired for a company that uh, you're going to work for a product that they are doing 
for like B2C or something like that, then I think in those scenarios, that's where you have the biggest chance of a degree not being super relevant because they're actually looking for the person that is going to solve their problem, not for the person that um, looking at their resume seems like the best um, the best hire. But mm-hmm. even in that scenario, it's, it's going to depend from company to company, but I think that's where you have the highest chance of finding a company that is not going to care about your degree. Yep, I think that is one more reason in India there are a lot of people with degree. So we have a lot of uh, like when you apply for a job like for a suppose for a uh, position of three software developer maybe 3000 people has applied and and as a as a filter criteria you might be that might be the one filter criteria that you should at least should have a similar field degree. But yeah as you told, a lot of companies outsource like a, a kind of a consultancy and they need uh, to pass their resources and prove them, okay, we have these resources from these colleges and all. And that's a uh, that's a good selling point for them to get a new client. Yeah. So with regards to my experience with Brazilian and United States companies, in Brazil, I can say that most startups, they are not going to care about your degree, but they might look for at least some form of formal authority. So maybe you did a boot camp or they're going to like look at the certificates that you have. Your uh, So there are scenarios where just the portfolio is not going to be enough. You're going to need those certifications, but it doesn't need to be college level certification. It can be a boot camp or something like that. But in a lot of them, just your portfolio and showing it, because your certifications can simply be certifications from um, online courses that you completed. If you have enough mm-hmm. of them and the courses have enough authority, then Perhaps that that's going to be enough. And then a combination of that and your portfolio, certainly. Uh, what I tend to do in my hiring process in, um, when I hire Brazilians is I consider all that to look for ways to find excellent professionals that wouldn't be found by other companies. So, for example, I don't care if the person has a college degree or not, uh, mm-hmm. like at all, they can have like zero degree independent of their, I don't care. I'm not even going to look at the courses that the person completed. Mm-hmm. I'm simply going to put them through practical tests and a practical project at the end, which is paid, by the way, uh, even if the person doesn't get accepted. But that's my way of, seeing the restrictions of other companies as um as an opportunity to to hire excellent professionals that maybe are not being seen that way by other companies but that does make my work a little bit harder when i am looking for clients because then when i'm looking for clients and i have to showcase to them how awesome are the people that i hired 
I sometimes don't have enough formal proof to mm-hmm. say like this person is really good. Look at those certificates. Look at this and that. Um, and most times the people on my team have worked with me long enough so that I have case studies about each one of them. And then I can um, showcase the authority of each team member through their case studies that they did working for my company. But if the person joined recently and they just finished uh, our internal training and ramping up uh, program, then they might not have enough case studies. So that puts me in a position where it's really hard for me to sell this person to a new client. So I, I need to rely on including this person, which is already really good, but hasn't had the opportunity to, to have formal proof of that. I have to find ways to include this person in ongoing projects in mm-hmm. which the clients already know that they can trust our quality and they don't care anymore about looking at the resume of our team members because they already know that if they're at Envoy, they are good enough to work on their project. So it's a tricky situation, but I generally tend to lean towards making it easier to hire excellent professionals and making it harder to sell to the clients because I think in the long term, that's going to make me a better team than looking for people that are easier to sell, but maybe not so good in the practice. Um, then about U.S. companies, I would say that uh, it's the same feeling. So startups are going to be much more open to hiring engineers that don't have a degree. Mm-hmm. But that's also going to depend on the industry. Of course, if you're looking to work in a more um, regulated industry, let's say like fintech or yeah. um, magical services, then yeah, like I would say get a degree because uh, you're talking to people that they have it's already the norm to them to have those formal verifications. So if you don't, it's going to just be weird to them. Um, But if you're looking at MarTech or technology for education or data analysis, um, even like most recent technologies that are simply, there's no formation because they're so new, for example, artificial intelligence and crypto, then I think you're going to have a much easier time finding companies that are not going to care about your degree. But even then, it's going to depend on the size of the company. As soon as they get to enterprise level or even mid-size, like 200 uh, collaborators or more, then the chances of them looking for candidates with a degree increase dramatically because they already have so many people that they are not really looking for the jams in all Mm -hmm. the candidates. It's more of um, a statistical game at that point. So as soon as the company starts looking at their collaborators as numbers, and that's a transition, it's not like one day, the directors wake up and oh, let's look at everybody as a number. No, it's a transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as you, you start 
hiring more and more people, it becomes harder for you to look at them as individuals simply because there's too many people. Um, then as while you go through this transition, then it becomes harder for you to join the company without having a degree. Yep. yep. I think we should also cater on like, as the time is changing, the world is changing. Uh, someone should go to call like to college or not like at least from our opinion mm. someone should go to college so i i will try to give my opinion on this like i would prefer if you know everything about uh, the uh, suppose you want to go for a software development but you know that you can uh, do software development for suppose you can learn angular from uh, from YouTube or from any doing any courses and all, but still you should go to a college because college doesn't only teaches you about technology, doesn't only teaches you about uh, syllabus or, or engineering. College teaches you how to deal with your life, like how you learn from multiple colleague. Colleague in the sense I'm saying when you go go, go to the company how you learn from them but in college you will learn from friends how to deal with assignments how to deal with uh, deadlines and all so that all will help you a lot in your professional career at least it, it helping me a lot in my professional career and what i learned from college is like how to think basically but uh, if you so what happened? I don't know, like the name, the actual scenario, but there is a God effect. Uh, maybe the effect name is wrong. So what the effect is, suppose you have surrounded yourself uh, by people who always says you that you knows everything, you can do everything. And then in your brain, subconsciously, you will think like, I know everything, I will do everything and it will going to pass. But when you will go go and hit the market, it will be a hard wall. Then you face the situation. Then after that, you can go back to the college and all. But uh, don't be in the God effect uh, mode. At least you will go to the college and you will know your potential because you will going to meet a lot of um, people, like a lot of young um, people with, with your age and you will know that where you're good at. And you have various kind of options in your college, various things to uh, explore. So even if you think college is not a uh, good option, at least go to the college, spend one year or two year. After that, if you're thinking it's not, drop out. Like I'm not saying drop out, but if you think it's just waste of your money, and you can do better. Uh, than what you are getting from the college, then you can uh, drop out and carry forward with your life. But at least enjoy the environment, learn from the environment. And I think most uh, big colleges, uh, like big colleges means MIT, Stanford, or in terms of India, is IIT. In terms of te technology, technical study, I'm saying. The main benefit is the friends you get there. You, you, the networks you have 
uh, in the time of, of your college and after you pass out, like the aluminum network and all. And that saves you a lot. That saves you to have to have a big dream. That saves you to, like suppose, for example, if uh, people, if, uh, a student from IIT might have a uh, dream of opening a company just just after uh, the fourth year or they got a degree but from a come from a small college it's very hard for them to think like that because they for their uh, for them their environment is not like that the, their environment is just to have a job or just to uh, go to a like get get through the life get a job uh, and then switch jobs and uh, go go forward and that and that you will learn from good friends or good mentors so it, it's a better way uh, just go to the college and experience the environment to have a mentor have a good friends and enjoy that uh, time What's your thoughts in that, Lucas? I think it's really going to depend on how comfortable you feel about recreating all those benefits that you would get from college in other ways. For example, it's not just the... I think you touched on a lot of interesting points that people don't usually think about uh, with regards to deciding if they want to go to college or not. So the, the first thing that you think is, what are you going to learn, technically speaking? But there's a lot of other things that are going to be part of the experience. There is the um, annoying but truthful fact that we need to learn to deal with doing things that sometimes we don't want to do and delivering them on the deadline. Yeah. So like as annoying as it can be to do a lot of projects that sometimes you're like, oh, I don't really want to do that. The thing is, when you actually join a company, there are going to be things that you don't want to do. You'd rather work on another project, but the company needs you to do that. And that's it. That's what it means to be a professional is doing those things and delivering them well and on time. So you learn that through college. You also... Uh, create networking with other people in the segment, which is going to help you to find good opportunities because they can recommend you after they also join the the job market. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a matter of how comfortable do you feel with regards to sales and entrepreneurship to figure out the way to not only learn through other methods, but also um, extract the benefits of networking and communication that you would get going to college without going to college. Yeah, like I, for one, feel very comfortable in that. Like I have not, uh, I don't have an engineering degree at all. I have a marketing degree, which honestly, I almost dropped out because uh, it was just so easy that I got bored. And it lasted three years and I didn't want to do the three years. So I, the first one year I was hyper-focused and I learned everything that I could. I even like read books from the next semesters in that <laughs> first year. And then in the last two years, I went to class, but I 
sat there studying programming during the marketing classes and I still uh, went well on all the tests because I had already studied all that in the first year. So to me, I didn't have all those benefits in terms of networking and, and even like learning to deliver engineering projects on time through college. I had that through other experiences. And I I am a very um, okay person in terms of doing uncomfortable things yeah. that I can put myself in situations where I'm going to develop those other areas and find networking in other ways. But you have to really be honest with yourself because what I'm saying here is not like I am, is not to say that me being the way that I am is better than uh, being some other way. Is There are definitely things that other people do better than me and there are better developers in the world than me. So I think it's a matter of understanding your strengths and looking for the kind of life and, and professional career that you want to have. If you see yourself as a very entrepreneurial spirit, then it's going to be easier for you to to reap the benefits of college without going to college. If you're a more contrived uh, personality, then it's going to be way harder for you mm. to, uh, to have all those benefits if you don't go to college because college is going to put you in those situations whether you, you want to be in them or not. And if you are contrived then you, and you decide to not go to college, then you don't just need to want to have those experiences. You have to actively seek out them in environments that were not made for that. So it's way, way, way harder yep. for you to have such experiences. But I, for one, do not regret at all not having an engineering degree because during the period where I would learn and, and complete my engineering degree, I have done so much more. Like, I think I graduated in marketing when I was 20 or 21 years old, something like that. And right now I'm about to turn 27 next week, August uh, 15th. So if you think of a five or six year engineering degree, then if I had um, looked for an engineering degree right after my marketing degree, I would be getting the engineering degree like this year. Yeah. But in this meantime, I have already became expert in a lot of programming technologies. I have um, when I say expert, I say from the outside view because I, for one, don't consider myself expert because I know how much I still have to learn on each of those things. But from the outside perspective, mm -hmm. on some things I can be considered expert. I built my own company, like more than one company, in fact. And I'm not saying that to flex, but it's just look at the amount of experience that I had in the same time span that I would have spent on college. So to me, I think it was a good investment to not go to college. But it's totally going to depend on the career that you want to have, how do you see yourself, and how much 
comfort do you need? You know, because it's very uncomfortable to to go through through this path. So I think that's how I would decide. Yeah, like uh, one point I would like to like reiterate upon, like what which I have said, is not about doing an engineering uh, job for a for engine uh, like do, going to engineering degree for engineering job. My point was just to go to any college, just to have the experience of mul- like study with multiple people after you are eighteen. So when so mostly after eighteen you get some sense in your in your uh, brain that uh, you can which it's which you can relate and uh, act upon like uh, like adult adulty. So after you are 18, you should have an experience of, uh, for example, like uh, when you are in uh, marketing school, you might have uh, some assignment which you do in groups. Then from there, you learn like how to manage groups. And so I'm not saying it will ha- your curriculum will have direct impact uh, in your career, but like staying in a hostel or working assignment in a group working projects in a group those kind of things or like uh, participating in events participate like organizing multiple events in in a college those kind of things will save you or saves you for your future activities like it might have happened if you like you might have uh, like volunteered in some activity in your college uh, you know in your college time, maybe in marketing college time, and that is helping you now. Maybe you are not relate, uh, like realizing that, but if you just uh, sit and think back, like maybe subconsciously it help, helped you a lot. Could be. I think there, there's definitely uh, chances of that being true. Yep. Um, well, now in terms of next steps, which is, okay, you're going to college. Um, how much the actual college is going to matter? Yeah. And there are levels to that, but I think we can tackle everything in a, in a single answer because it's, it's just a spectrum, right? Is how much um, authority the name of the college is going to have in the general public. So you can go from a neighborhood college uh, neighborhood known college. Mm-hmm. You can go to a countrywide known college, to a worldwide renowned college such as MIT or Stanford. I think definitely, like uh, nobody's going to be crazy enough to say that this isn't going to matter. If yeah. you have an engineering degree from MIT versus the university in your city that an international employer might not even have heard about ever in their entire life, of course, MIT is going to have a way heavier um, impact. Like Impact, yes. Yes. Um, but I think it's also a matter of in which point of your career are you are you going to use your degree the most to land an opportunity because when you're in your 
first stages, then you're going to have to rely a lot more on your academic authority to land a job because you don't have work experience to show off. So <laughs> that's what you have, right? Yep. But after you've been in the job market for a while, then that starts to become less relevant. So if you go to a university that is not as strong as an MIT, Harvard, Stanford, whatever, then I think after your third work experience, that's going to become extremely irrelevant because the other employers are going to look way more to your work experience than the actual university in which you graduated. Whereas if you actually graduated in one of those really strong names, then even after your third or fifth work experience, that's still going to have some weight, especially if you do. But, but that's the thing. You, you can always have a okay university to get started, especially because not everybody has the luxury of saying that they can go and pay those universities if they want to, because even if you are able to join, they, you still have to pay huge tuition fees yep. and it's simply not accessible for, for everyone. But you can always do the best that you can with the scenario that you have. And then if you really want to have the authority of such universities in your belt, you can have that um, through a master's program or um, something like that later on, which is actually going to have way more impact in your later career than just the degree. After you're in your third and fourth work experience, having a master at Princeton or MIT, Stanford is going to be way more important than having your degree. Yep, I think totally agree. Uh, upon that, I think I would like to touch upon similar but a different aspect. Like if you are deciding or if you're studying now to join join a college, then uh, go for the best which you can. In terms of like for MIT, Stanford, first you need to get the score, then you have to pay. There is various scenario, but for for some university which are good. Uh, which you need not need to pay much, but you need to score a lot more to uh, go go into them. So one approach, like one thing is, if you are studying now in your high school or uh, or before college, just study hard to go as good college as you can. But if you are already in not these colleges, MIT, Stanford, or or anything. Then, like it's not the end. I just would like to say that it's not the end. So, uh, maybe zero point zero zero one percent people goes there, and from there, uh, also not everyone get the job which the media uh, exposed. Like, if you see uh, the maybe on YouTube or uh, LinkedIn or or, a, a, or the news that people are getting uh, this amount of salary, like maybe a million or, or something. And that's mostly due to 
a third party for verification though like i had a degree or not but just for the visa but not for uh, the company to join because i had already experience with other companies so they know that i know stuff so that that's all like you don't need to be worry about much but if you are in not if you haven't joined college try to be in the best college as you can yep definitely um i think that's all in terms of general advice of course each person is going to have individual needs so don't don't just listen to what we said and yeah. make a big life decision about whether to go to college or not because maybe if we were talking to you directly and understanding your specific scenario um and where you want to be in the future then maybe our advice would be different based on your particular needs so just remember that we were giving a advice to a broader audience and trying to say things that we think are going to apply to most people. So try to adapt that to your scenario and what you want to build and and then decide from there. But yeah, I 100% stand by everything that me and Subret said. I think it it is what I have considered to make my decision and i think it was a good one and it paid off in in my scenario and just remember that this is all statistics maybe you you don't go to college thinking that you did an excellent decision and then if you had went to college you would have met somebody that opened a startup and became a billionaire and you would be this his partner in this business how are you ever gonna know right like that's it you just everything every decision is a gamble and you don't know what you are not getting from not going down that route and you're just never gonna know unless you're doctor strange and you can try all the possibilities in the yeah i just about to say that like it reminds me the like uh, the end game thing when hulk go to the mm, I forgot the name, Doctor Strange's t- teacher, the mm-hmm. lady with the uh, with the thing. He told her like it will now change the course of the time. So you don't know like if you do something, you just have a effort to do something that might change your whole uh, course of the time. Yeah, and that also applies to the other side, like. If you don't go to college, maybe that would have pushed you into putting yourself in more um, proactively putting yourself in situations where you would meet people. And then that's where you would meet your future uh, business partner or life partner. Who knows, right? So I think it's just make a decision and extract the best amount of value that you can get from it without looking back too much i think that saying don't ever look back it's unrealistic because we're humans and we're always going to wonder how things would have pan out if we had went into a different situation but just make sure that you don't live yourself considering what could have happened just make sure that you do the best you you have with the decisions that you have made 
and the scenarios where you encounter yourself in. So I think that's it. So yeah, one more thing. So Brad, yeah, one more thing I would like to say, to say here is uh, we are doing this podcast for vast variety of audience. Like, so suppose you are very strong and you can do everything yourself then it doesn't make sense to go to college and have a structured syllabus with structured uh, mindset of people. But judging that, you can do it everything in such early age is hard. Like if you are like 15 or 16, like to judge that I can do everything in my life without uh, having a particular structure is hard. But if you are 100% sure, like dead sure, then it's your wish what to do, what, what not to do. I think you are already clear and you don't need our advice uh, for that. But if you are in a dilemma of should you go to college, should you not, some of my friends are dropping out from college, should I, should I drop out? I saw like Steve Jobs drop out and did good thing. Mark Zuckerberg drop out and did good, good. So should I drop out? If you have thought like that, then don't drop out. Uh, just uh, finish, finish it because it's not from your instinct. What I'm saying is, suppose if you are in college and you are you have you have a venture and you are not getting time at all uh, to study. Or if you have a hard time to give uh, time to your study as well as to your venture or to your to your business, then it makes sense to drop out because that you know that okay, I have something to run and uh, I know that I like for you, Lucas. Like you, you had a company and you uh, run that company, so you you had the thing uh, to learn from. You you learn in the practical way. Suppose you just dropped out from the college and don't have, have nothing. After you drop out, you thought, okay, I will do something and I will change the world. Just have a notion from maybe from social media. Why I'm saying is I, I saw a lot of uh, young, young, young kids having this thought that if uh, they, if some people, like one or three people have done, so I can also do it. It's quite hard in real life. So the easiest way and the safest way to that's why we are suggesting everyone to go with a college uh, degree. But if you know, which certainly if it can help you without being a college, it's uh, your your risk. All right. Um, so Brett, is there anything that you would like to advertise? To the audience, anything that you are working on that you think people should be aware of? Yeah, I think mostly from my YouTube channel, like as we uh, discuss about this. So usually I don't put videos like this. It's mostly on uh, straight to the point of solving some programming related issue. But this topic I came to my mind because I was going through some podcast and where I saw that uh, like most of the people podcast people are from IITs uh, or IIM or maybe MITs and all and they are doing the podcast with uh, investors and all. So who are 
as a point of view listener, there will be a mindset like, okay, I'm not from IIT, I'm not from MIT, so I might miss something. I just try to uh, give my opinion on that video. Apart from that, just go and uh, check my channel. It is uh, like I'm doing mostly on web development and all. So currently, it's most has Angular related con content, but in future, I might uh, go and uh, create tutorial on full stack development, backend, and everything. So have a look on that. And I think uh, awesome. the, we, we will add the link in the show notes so we can find it there. All right. Awesome. Um, well, also, also check out the specific yep. video that Sobret did on, on this topic, which right now is the latest video that he posted in, in his channel, but he's always posting a lot of stuff. So, so maybe there are new videos there too by the time that you access his, his channel. Um, and in my case, I'm simply going to pick my company again. So one thing that I have never talked much about because this podcast is so specific to Angular, I always position my company as simply being a web design, web development services uh, company focused on, on Angular because that's what I think would um, the part of the business that would make more sense for the audience of the podcast. But truthfully, we are much broader than that. We are actually a venture studio. And what that means is we help entrepreneurs, business owners to create tech companies. Mm -hmm. So our product is actually creating a company, not just creating a system. So of course, there are going to be clients that they already have a business and they simply want help in the development process. There are clients that are going to want help in the design process. But if there is somebody that simply has the idea and they have the, the financial means or at least the, the investors backing it up and they need help to actually bring this idea into life, that's something that we do that's actually our core thing we do the entire discovery process including business strategy and brand strategy and then the visual identity and verbal identity and naming of your business to then go to the design process which includes the entire customer experience user experience user interface uh, prototyping and animations and then we go to the development process, which um, is going to include everything that we did in the design process. So there's this entire spectrum of things that we do that I have never went very deep in this podcast because I wanted to focus more on the web development part of it. But uh, I wanted to make this more clear from now on because um, maybe you who is listening to this podcast, maybe you find yourself in a situation where you know somebody or you are somebody that wants to build a tech company, but you want help much more than just doing the development. Maybe the development is fine for you. The problem is in the branding, in the business strategy, is in the design, is in the marketing. So that's 
all things that we can help you with. So if that is of your interest or of the interest of somebody that you know closely, then go to unvoid.com. And from there, you can uh, contact me directly and we can do a meeting so that I can understand your needs and see if I can help. And if I can't, I'm going to point you in the right direction. All right. So yeah, that's going to be my promo for today. I think that's all. That's all. Um, All right. Okay. So thank you for sticking up until the very last moment. Uh, We have very, very long episodes and I, I appreciate all of you from, for really sticking to the end. And yeah, again, thank you, Sobret, too, for your time and for all the view that you you brought up in your experience. And we'll see you in the next one. See you guys. Bye-bye.